On today's episode of the off-season player review train, we take a stop and look at Alex Kalorn. You're locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we are continuing our off-season player review segments, and we are looking at Alex Kalorn. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and go ahead and go back to our previous episode. As we spoke last night about Tanner Janot, the, the interesting season if you even want to call 20 games of the Tampa Bay Lightning as somewhat of a season because I don't count his previous games with the Nashville Predators uh, we talk about that and today we're going to be talking about you know asking the hard questions like we did on that episode with Alex Kalorn, Uh, because this is a very interesting situation a, a, a situation in which both sides need to come to the table this offseason as we all know Alex Klorn is a unrestricted free agent and after coming off a resurgence of a year the question is going to be that's going to be on everybody's minds going into this summer is going to be where does Klorn go where do the lightning go um and there's a lot of things, a lot of factors that are going to play into this. But obviously, the big one, as it normally is, is where do we agree on money? And before we get to that hard conversation, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show, I want to talk about Kalorn's season, what he did very well, uh, what we saw from him. And so before we look at Alex Kalorn's season, this regular season, we have to take a look back at what he did in his previous years as we, what we did with Tanner Janot. Uh, but Kalorn has been a very interesting player to watch over the last couple of years, just because when you look at his numbers, he has the, he, he plays the game a certain way to where quite honestly, when we, when I was looking over his numbers, uh, after the regular season, before we got into the playoffs. And, and you know, as just even when the season was going along, it, it kind of feels, and maybe this is just me, maybe this is a lot of people, maybe a lot of Lightning fans feel this way to a certain extent. It feels like him getting to 27 goals and 64 points kind of snuck up on us. You know, there was games where he did well and, and, you know, really was the lifeblood of this team. And then there's other games as what we saw in last year's playoffs where he really just wasn't there at all. Uh, There was some nights, especially on the road where I thought I actually questioned if the lightning even brought him on the road trip. And, you know, you look at his last couple of seasons, 2021 to 2021, 22 uh, in the shortened season, uh, actually, you know what? If I mean, if you want to look at the season, the COVID shortened season, uh, he had 26 goals, 
and 49 uh, 49 points. Uh, in the 56-game season, he had 15 goals and 33 points. So you kind of look at that as him sort of being on track for basically hovering around the 25-goal mark, which I think is a good place or place of expectation to have him at, really. And then last season, 82 games, 25 goals, 59 points. Uh, more of the same from him. You know, you're sort of starting to see him kind of the last couple of years, starting in 19, really start to get it together. Um, and then this season plays a full season, which, by the way, I I, I think it's very under underplayed in the NHL these days that a player plays 82 games. I don't think that players get enough recognition for that. Um, Not because that's not some, you know, it's, it's not like the NBA or major league baseball where players are hurt for an extended, extended period of times or, 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 or sit out of games more so like what we see in the, the NBA. But I think the way the game is played where it's just so fast, it's so physical. I think it's as physical it's been in a while. I think the players now are just so much faster and stronger to where there's so much there, there's so little room for for error where and a lot of it is just, you know, it, it, it's just randomness of the violence of the game, catching a slap shot in in a bad pot in a bad spot or getting hit weirdly along the boards could easily put you out for 10 to 10 to 15, even 20 games, depending on the severe severity of the, 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 the injury. And for someone like Alex Kalorn, who pretty much makes a living at this point in front of the net, you know, we will, we will see him a little bit further out at times, but I think his bread and butter is really uh, in front of the net, cleaning up, cleaning up the mess and, and, you know, nothing wrong about those. Uh, about those kind of goals um, you know some people sometimes have issues with that I've seen at certain points during the regular season where Clorn would score a goal and then an opposing fan would be like that's a garbage goal well a goal is a goal you know so but I I really like how and and we talk about it a lot on this show how sometimes overperforming or underperforming in the playoffs could very well dictate how the next season goes and, and especially a player at this time, at this point in his career, like Alex Klorin, who has dealt with the bumps and bruises here and there throughout his career, but has played through it uh, in the playoffs. Like I said, just really was not there uh, in terms of making an impact uh, in this, on this team in last year's playoff run. That was a big talking point coming into this season. You know, are we gonna are we gonna see more of that? Is this sort of maybe the start of the the downturn or or you know the the kind of the low pro- productiveness that we will see as players age and you know the wear and tear that Kalorin gets? But listen, he came in, like I said, unassumingly. Uh, or, or really, you know, there really wasn't that much hype around it. I feel just because I guess a lot of it had to do 
with just the way he plays the game, other than the fact that Braden Point was having a phenomenal career season, as well as Nikita Kucherov just being just otherworldly as always. I, I, I think that this was the best possible scenario for Alex Kalorn in terms of somewhat of a, a, a bounce back season. Whenever a player, though, gets kind of close to like those nice rounded numbers, as he did only three away from 30, you would have liked to see him at least get three more just so, you know, it's just it, it just looks nicer in the stat sheet and something more to hang your hat on. Um, but like I said, there was times um, I said it with Brandon Hagel and I'll say it with Kalorn. There was times throughout the course of the season where the lightning on any given night just didn't show up or struggled early on. I mean, I'm not going to get too in depth and with, with the issues that this team had, we all know what they did and didn't do, but at the end of the day, they, you know, you always need someone to come up and, and step up for you on any given night. And, and some nights it was Brandon Hankel and, and some nights was Alex Kalorn. And I really think that that was what this team really needed. And whether or not it was him actually scoring the goal, uh, having something to do with the play in terms of just keeping the puck in the zone or, or, or being able to handle the puck and, and clean up on the boards off a rebound and keep the puck in the zone. I, I really think that that was a big difference maker uh, sometimes, especially when the Lightning really needed it. Uh, now, having said that, now we're talking about the negatives of you know the season that was most likely if we're looking at the last three four seasons probably his best statistically in my opinion the issue with him like i said he did as some players had and it wasn't just a chlorine issue it was more so a team issue the issue i had with alex chlorine um, this season, which if he comes back next year, depending on the money, I will have some sort of issue with it. I mean, we'll talk about all that in the second part of this, this episode, but we got to see more consistency from him in terms of, you know, he can't just disappear for a couple of games and then reemerge as the hero. You know, I'm not saying that he's doing that intentionally, that he's taking games off. Absolutely not. I'm just saying that especially with the way this team is headed still in a good place, but still very much going to have their struggles ahead of them. You definitely need to be on your a game on a nightly basis. And I firmly believe if, if Alex corner is consistent and, and is able to put up the performances on a nightly basis, like we, what we saw when he did actually show up, he could very well surpass the 30 goal mark. And I think that is something that he should definitely strive for, uh, especially as he goes into a season where he will be turning, um, he'll be turning 34. Well, he'll be, he'll be turning 34 before the season. So he'll be going into the season uh, 34 years old. So kind of almost to that big 35 number, which I think for some players, you know, for the superstars, it really doesn't, it really doesn't affect them to a certain extent. I think for guys like Kalorn, who who play a very physical game in front, um, I think that is somewhat of a daunting number, especially for a player who is now a UFA and and could possibly make some money 
if he decides to leave Tampa Bay. So we'll talk about all of that. Uh, what does that mean? You know, what is the right number for Kalorn? What is the right number for Tampa Bay? Does does is it better for him to go and test the free agent market, or you know, is it better for him to just get this done as soon as possible and stay in Tampa Bay? We'll talk about. All that and more, but first, I'm going to talk about our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, if you haven't heard about eBay Motors, you got to go ahead and check them out. Now, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right. That's the, the first time, okay? No second time, no third time, no fourth time, the first time. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it is easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit. And the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit. Only available in, in, to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are available on YouTube as well. And if you're listening to us, we are available wherever podcasts, like I said, any platform. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, Spotify, wherever. We're there and we're free. And go ahead and follow me on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-E-8-N-K. We're talking about Alex Kalorin today uh, on our player review segment. And really, this was uh, the, the part of the episode where I'm not really looking forward to to, to going through this, this offseason. You know, I, I like the excitement of free agency, especially with the Lightning, where they could kind of go out and get a little bit creative with it. You know, it's always nice to kind of bring back the guys you know uh, and not have to worry about contracts when everybody's locked up. And I I, I feel like... As much as we want to celebrate the season and look back fondly on what Alcorn accomplished this season, like I said, probably his best season of his career statistically, it definitely complicates things for the Tampa Bay Lightning, given not that their lives are already complicated enough with cap constraints and question marks abound and the defensive uh combo combinations and their and and you know everything that it, all the options that are surrounding uh ross colton and then all the things like we said on the last episode with tanner Janot. It, it it's a very unfortunate situation we find ourselves with alex corn because listen i'm not saying he doesn't deserve money he doesn't deserve a big-time contract. He definitely played well enough to warrant something possibly 
in the five, five and a half mil range, maybe even six, depending on where you're going. Um, you know, the, 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 the NHL free agency market isn't as luxurious as, you know, one would have hoped a couple of years ago before COVID happened. You know, maybe if he, if he was at a top of the line, like we saw a couple of years ago with Johnny Gordeau, he got a big time contract. Obviously, he was one. Of, he was the top free agent at the time. Kalorn, not so much. Uh, I think he'll definitely be one of the guys that a lot of people will keep an eye on. But as much as uh, that, his the career that the the season that he had plays in his favor, where he could go to Tampa Bay, he could go to JBV and Cohen B and 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 say, listen. I dropped nearly 30 goals this year. I had close to 65 points. Um, I played all 82 games. Um, I was one of the top players on this team. And and Julian Brees Boston, I think everybody in the room will 100% agree with that. My thing as I look at Alex Korn, if, if I'm Julian Brees Boston and I'm sitting across the table from him and his agent and we're looking – to find a happy medium in order to bring this guy back to Tampa for the rest of his career. I'm going to sit there and be honest with him because I think Alex Korn at this point in his career and his life kind of knows when he's beaten, you know, he, he, you know, I'm not saying that the lightning have ran him through the mud before, but I'm sure that, you know, at this point he will know BS when he hears it. So the Lightning need to be honest with him, and I'm sure they will. But if I'm the GM, what I'm saying, Alex, is listen, you've been a vital part of this franchise since you came here. You won two cup with the two cups with us. You're getting better with age. The last four years have been your best by far. You are you everything that you said about your season is absolutely correct. You were phenomenal for this team. But there are two things that concern us. That is cap space, as you are probably well aware of. And the fact that you are going to be 34. And the reason why we bring up your age, even though there are players in this league that play sometimes well into their early 40s. We all know your style of play. You battle down deep. And I'm sure Kalorn knows this, and all Lightning fans know this, that guys who play that sort of game down deep, that takes a lot of pounding on your body. If you if you want an example, look no further than Corey Perry. Look at Patrick Maroon, who has been known to play in front of the net sometimes as well. Those guys still very capable at times to 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 be effective at what they need to do in order to be on this team have a lot of miles on them at times not very don't very do a good job of moving around as well as you would like especially maroon and i don't want the lightning to go into this this situation with Kalorn, where they feel like they have to give him whatever he wants. 
I want, and I think I get, I could agree with every Lightning fan where I say that Alex Kalorn should be here for the rest of his career. Alex Kalorn, if he stays here for the rest of his career, one could make the argument that he will probably get his number retired, especially if he's he stays somewhat productive. Um. But I still think, you know, what he means to this franchise, especially the last couple of years, outside of Point, Cooch, and Stamkos, and Hedman, and Vasilevsky has been really one of the guys who has really been able to, to get this team going, to rally this team around. And that should really be the selling point for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Do you want to go off and make some money? Or do you want to be a franchise? Do you want to stay in Tampa for the rest of your career and be a franchise legend? I firmly believe if he stays in Tampa Bay, he's he's getting his number retired. He's going to hit the thousand thousand game mark. Hopefully, I I think that that's where you got to sell him, and you you also got to make it clear to him that your last contract that was great. That was a phenomenal contract. But that was between you and Steve Yeiserman. This is a new age of Tampa Bay hockey. We have Julian Brees Boss, as everyone knows. Hate to say it, but you're probably not going to get 4.4 on your next deal. If I... If I, and I don't want to sound like a cheapskate, I really don't, because I think, you know, if the salary cap was in a different place for this team, I would say maybe give them something around three and a half, maybe even close back up to four, probably like around four for four for four would probably be good in my book. But as I've stated on past episodes, we're at a weird situation where the Lightning are still very competitive, where they could still very well win another cup. But they're very depleted with money and with assets to where they have to start thinking about the future. Especially assets where, you know, they got to think about you know, are we re-signing this guy, you know, especially if he wants too much, if he wants around the same amount of money for four by four. Is this guy going to be worth $4 million in two years? Because that's how we got to look at it. We can't look at this as Alex Klorin being able to to put up 25 goals by age uh, 30. 37 38 we got to look at it as can he do this by 34 35 and i really think that's the question that really julian Brees boss needs to ask himself is the investment going to be 100 worth it because i don't want there to be a situation where we're rolling out Kalorn. we're stuck with this contract we can't get rid of him Especially because most likely he's going to get a no movement clause in there. I mean, why not? He has to. 
He's going to. He's definitely going to request that. But we can't have this situation where basically he's going out there and he's not being productive. I, I, I really think that, especially in the next two years, I, I think that's when we're going to start to see the wear and tear really come to the surface, which is why if I'm Julian Brees boss, if I'm the GM of this Tampa Bay lightning team, I'm giving him three by three, maybe three by three and a half. And this is just off the initial, you know, not even thinking about bringing back Colton, um, not even bringing back Cole. Three by three, maybe even three by two and a half or four by two and a half. If he wants, if he wants more of a, a longer contract, he's going to have to sacrifice some money. And let me know in the comments below what you think. Maybe I'm being a little cheap here, but I think at the end of the day, I think if Kalorn wants to be back in Tampa Bay, especially for the rest of his career, he's going to have to sacrifice some money. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Like I said, if the salary cap was a little different. Uh, maybe, maybe he's going to have to, um, <clears throat> he's going to have to, he's going to have to sacrifice some money. So we'll, we'll continue to, to, to look at this conversation and examine the conversation, the, all the interesting, uh, rumors that may or may not come out in the next couple of weeks or especially over the summer. Uh, and we'll talk about that as we go along. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that's our new friends over at Bird Dogs. Now, if you haven't heard of Bird Dogs, these are the bet. These are the premier brand when it comes to fit, comfort, and versatility. When it comes to pants, shorts, whatever. I mean, listen, I love these pants. Summer is coming up. Gotta look good. Gotta look sleek. And these. These shorts, not only are they have great fabric, but they are stretchy and they're breathable. So here I'm up in New York, so the humidity is going to be insane down in Florida as well. And you definitely want to feel good and you definitely want to look good. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts pants on the golf course when I go. I'm going to go golfing like crazy this more this this summer and or to a meeting or out with friends. It doesn't matter. They're for every occasion now. Listen, everybody wears these, and and, and you got to wear them too. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. When you enter the promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Once again, go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL, and when you enter the promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. So wrapping things up on the show, let me know in the comments below what you think of very, these last couple of episodes have been very interesting. You know, it's, it's been one of those things where I, I think when I was about to begin, when we were talking about Braden Point, when I was kind of going down the pecking order of, of who I was going to start talking about, I wanted to talk about Janot and Kalorn very early on, especially back-to-back -back for a specific reason, because one, um, I think these are going to be the two big talking points uh, that 
that will be looming over the lightning all summer, uh, especially going into the, the upcoming season, especially if they, they decide to re-sign Kalorn. And like I've said, uh, as soon as the playoffs end it, and I firmly believe this, I think that what happens with Kalorn definitely will have a trickle-down effect, a domino effect of to what kind of moves will be made in the offseason uh, with this Lightning team. If, if Kalorn gets a little bit more money than we probably would have expected, chances are that means Colton's out the door. Kiepke's going to come up to the, to the NHL level. Uh, and... Really, you know, as as much talk as there is about Janot, uh and what he has to do this upcoming season, I think there'll be just as much talk about Kalorn, especially if he's making a lot of money, because he's going to have to legitimize that. You know, he's going to have to come out and and really put up this production consistently, especially if the Lightning are going to be continuing to be up against the salary cap. If he's not coming to the table and producing and he's making close to $4 million a year for the next four years or whatever number we could throw out there, um, it's definitely going to be talked about. And I'm very curious to see how that pressure could affect him, especially as his career starts to kind of come to a close. Um, But at the same time, I think it's the best move for the Lightning. Uh, You know what you're getting from him right away. You have a guy who knows the system, who knows everybody. He knows the environment. Um, he continues to play here. He will be a lightning legend. There's no doubt about that. I firmly believe he will have his number retired and he will hit the thousand thousand game mark. So the, there's a lot of things that the lightning could throw at him that will be sexy in terms of, you know, why he should come back. Uh instead of, you know, not coming back for money. Um, so let me know in the comments below, like I said, what you think about that, what you think about Kalorn. Is it time to maybe let him go, let him go somewhere off and, and make his money, or should we bring this guy back? But like I said, both sides have to play. It can't just be the lightning bending over backwards, giving him whatever he wants, um, because then in the end they put themselves in a very – very awkward situation, especially if they need to go out and acquire uh, help as it seems like they always need to do at the trade deadline. So join us tomorrow. Not sure yet as to who we'll be having as our player review uh, topic, but tune in as always. And in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker.